babies. Thanks, Irene. Thank you, Irene. Oh, thank you, Irene. <clears throat> How are you, boys? Good, you? Good. Uh, welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show. Uh, Fat Tuesday weekend rundown. Today we'll be talking mostly about Patriots. Obviously, the Patriots and the Jets uh, finished up week two with the Patriots collecting a victory. We'll be talking about Mac Jones, uh, his performance, the offense overall, the Jets being an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, in addition, Dickie's path to the Red Sox is still on, boys. It's still on strong and hard, just like us with Irene Bill. Uh, but first, I'd like to get your first overall takes of the weekend. Ray, let's start with you. Your take heading into uh, Fat Tuesday, please. Uh, Bill Belichick needs to bring a large duffel bag fill of cash to da uh, Dante Scarnecchia's house because this O-line sucks. Uh, we spent $250 million in the offseason, and the cracks are showing, boys. Yeah, I can't uh, disagree with that. The offensive That's line was atrocious. A sieve on Sunday, especially on that right side. That's a problem without Trent Brown. Uh, we'll get to that. Bill, your opening take on the weekend. Mac Jones thrown into the end zone. You know, I – Red zone offense, you're two out of two and seven in the first two games and score in red zone touchdowns. Take the training wheels off. Let's this kid throw in the throw into the end zone. He hasn't thrown in the end zone one pass in two games. You're not going to beat good teams like that. You got four interceptions and won 25 to six, which you, that game should have been a lot, a lot different and a lot higher scoring by Mac. You can't keep settling for um, Nick Folk field goals. Uh, yeah, the, the the fact that they haven't thrown into the end zone in two weeks, like mind blowing. Is, that's a baffling. That's a baffling. It's thing. frustrating. Especially this is this. Cam Newton shit. Like, what are we doing here? Don't do. Oh, do do not do not do not, do not say that. Do that to me, Bill. Uh, because I was just about to say, as good as Mac Jones has looked, the fact that they haven't thrown in the end zone, it's crazy. Uh, so we definitely want to touch on that. And of course, uh, again, Dickie's path to the playoffs is golden and it is long and it is true. So stay tuned uh, into the program here. We'll be touching on that in the end. Uh, but again, welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show. If you're listening on YouTube, um, please subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening on the podcast, whether it be iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, uh, follow us, send us a uh, review. Tell your friends. Welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show. That was our that was our new intro. I liked it. I liked it. It worked well. <laughs> it. it when we get hot off the presses, want to get it, get it, get it right off our chest. Cause I do feel like at times, you know, we are all friends. Uh, we talk a few times a week now in our lives here over the, uh, the zoom machine. And uh, there are a lot of personal things that we like to get off our chest, which is important. Uh, but the sports takes, they, they take up a lot of our bandwidth. That's why we have this show. And I think getting that you know, getting that out. It's like Bill when, you know, uh, as a young man would, would enter a bathroom and maybe give himself an old fashioned before uh, the uh, uh, lady of the night. So he wouldn't feel embarrassed uh, with an early, with an yeah, early. Yeah. Uh, you always got to jack up before the whore comes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's what I was you got to get. Your money. You why gotta, would you, why are you tiptoeing around that? You got to get your money. If you pay for an hour, you don't want to nut in two minutes. You have 58 minutes. What the fuck are you going to do? Uh -uh. Talk about jack the economy. Let it go. <laughs> Get your money's worth. Apologies. Yeah. Uh, so our new intro is Bill's Lady of the Night method. Uh, so just just so we get it all off the chest. Yeah. That feel good with everybody? Feels great. Excellent. Uh, you know what also feels good? White Birch Brewing. They're still around. White Birch Brewing down in National New Hampshire. Address, please. 460 Amherst. Oh, Street. fuck. Is that a beer? 
<laughs> yeah. I, I noticed broke, that earlier. You broke it, you fat fuck. <laughs> you broke down, you fat I was at, I, I was at soccer practice day watching Raymond, and I just looked down at my gut, and I'm like, I need a beer. <laughs> ah, good for you. Uh, you picked you the drink worst beer, one. Yeah, we, look, Bill. God, that's a vagina if you've never seen one. <laughs> it's two fingers together uh, that looks like a hole. Um, Ray can't do it because his dumb fucking fingers can't bend that way. <laughs> Amazing. Another another example of the bottom of the totem pole of dumb. Thank look, you. this is why we don't start. start ooh, shart. That's a Freudian slip. <laughs> this is why we don't start the show like this anymore because no one knows what the fuck we're talking about. But what I'm trying to talk about is white birch brewing in National New Hampshire. Ray, address please one more time. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get down there, get yourself a flight, get yourself a pint. Uh, get the, the newest and the boldest brews in New Hampshire, White Birch Brewing. If you can't get it at the brewery, get it at your local beer store. Wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Uh, yeah, look, obviously, we're going to start off past 25 to 6 win over the Jets, the 11th in a row by uh, the Patriots over the New York Jets. And uh, that's nothing to tip your cap at. That's like saying you got a better it's spelling. It's a fucking jet. That's, like, that's I... like saying you went to the spelling bee and beat someone in 210 room. Like, you, this, you can't hang your hat on that shit. Right. Get, what, what are the odds of you versus 210 in the spelling bee? Ooh, 50-50. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm a terrible speller, so I'll give you better odds than me. But uh, uh, let me say this about the... the uh the you switch CB... koozies, too? The oh, CBS... Two bears. Oh, God okay. damn it, shut up. The CBS <laughs> broadcast of this game... Uh, trying to pin now it was Zach Wilson versus um, um, Mac Jones as two rookie quarterbacks, which is intriguing. Sure. But them uh, labeling it in a rivalry of the ages or a rivalry. De- this isn't a rivalry folks. This is not a rivalry kids. It's like the it's it, it. They call the Steelers and the Patriots a rivalry. And that's not even a rivalry. This is the jets belong. They really, they should be relegated. They should be fucking relegated from the league. No rivalry. It's absolutely both New York bullshit. teams. Both New York teams should be Baltimore and New England's like a legit rivalry. Thank you, thank you, Bill. And, and that's where that's where I Kansas start. City, no. Kansas City, New England. Don't not so much. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Let's not give them the ammunition. The uh, the, the dynasty Chiefs. Let's not give them the ammunition. Nice win, by the way, on the uh, on on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Lost. Interesting. <laughs> um. This is where I want to start, not with the Chiefs, not with the Ravens, with the Jets and how fucking bad they are, specifically Zach Wilson. Bill, your boy, Zach Wilson, Tresfin, baby, Jet Blue, baby. Uh, four picks, four of the worst picks I've seen in my life. The last one life. was the, the worst no, one. The third one was. The third was that one the was one to McCourty? Yeah, it was, he was just like throwing. Whatever one the McCourty one was, was the worst one. Like, <laughs> okay, they're all bad. Can we go through them? Let me just lay them out for you one by one and get your reaction. The first one, uh, this was the tip by J.C. Jackson, bounced around J.C. Jackson, got the ball. Nice play by J.C. Jackson uh, uh, coming back and getting the tip, but bad decision by Zach Wilson throwing that ball. Triple bad coverage. Throw. Who throws a back shoulder in the middle of the fucking, in the middle of the field? That t- Jets quarterbacks. That's bad Carson decision. Wentz. Carson Wentz. Bad, that's quarterback. Bad decision. Bad throw. Nice bounce for the Pats. Okay. Pick number one. Pick number two. Through the hands of Corey Davis. Whoever looked at that play. Uh, Wilson is rolling out to his right. He's got 
his check down running back wide open. It's first and 10. He's rolling out to his right. His running back's wide open for probably a seven, six-yard gain on first down. Easy money. He guns it to Corey Davis. Went through his hands, but the ball was high. Bad throw. Bad decision. Picked off. Just... Just a dumb, just a dumb play by a rookie. That's a rookie play to me. I looked at it and go, all right. Like if you get a little experience mm-hmm. and some tape, you probably check that down. So okay, no problem. Good, throw, good play bad, by bad Phillips guy. too. Good diving catch there too. Mm-hmm. Yep, excellent play nice by play. Phillips. The third and fourth <laughs> interception of the day. And by the way, none of these interception had any pressure by the New England defense. <laughs> no idea where that ball was going to on this third pick. This was the one. Um, no pressure. It was third down. He threw an out route to, I don't know who the receiver was, but it went directly to JC Jackson. They called it a jump ball in the broadcast. That was not a jump ball. That was no, JC Jackson's no. dick. That was not even fucking. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. No, oh. no response from the panel. That's how bad it was. And what do you want to say? Bad. The fourth was the McCourty. There were two receivers, oh. Jets receivers in the area. None of them were running the route that that one. I thought that was the worst one. I no, mean, McCourty, I didn't even have, McCourty didn't have to move. It just hit him right in the fucking hands and he's off the field. And it makes matters worse. Uh, Zach Wilson had to make the tackle on him or he probably would have fucking scored. <laughs> Unbelievable. So um, this is where this in this game, this is where I start with this game. This is why the Patriots won. It's the Jets. It's Zach Wilson. It's the Jets being the Jets. They have not won in September since 2018. They, have, they don't have that too. They don't have a single win in the month of September in four years. Uh, their coach, this was on the broadcast too, has seven kids. Fuck that. What under the idiot. age of 10, living in a hotel with his wife and his nanny in two rooms in a hotel. You, you know that? You know that? How, how, well, hold on. How do you, dude, you've been had the jobs since fucking January. You couldn't figure out a house his right house now? Is, his house isn't ready. It's been delayed. The fuck you mean it's not ready? Buy another house. Could Woody Johnson not spring to rent these guys a house? They're renting out the fucking hotel, the, the Garden Marriott down the street. And couldn't you just rent some fucking row house in Newark and give these guys a spare bedroom for three of 10 of their kids or whatever the fuck it is? The One Jets- of the Jets players don't have a flop house around the area that they could crash oh, at. Like, come on, do. dude. Definitely do. What a, what a, just what an absolute pinnacle of Jets performance you know we're barstool guys so like the, the reaction from kfc the idea that mac jones is here he's not tom brady i'm not calling him tom brady but he goes out there throws another 70 percent completion game the patriots roll over the jets the jets look like an absolute dumpster fire something's changed something's say the absolute same that's the new york Jets. yeah and don't forget sam darnold's two and oh down there in the panthers and looks like <laughs> a, a real legitimate quarterback so are they having buyer's remorse already that you just dumped sam darnold for nothing you surrounded him with complete fucking trash the head coach has been trash and now you give him a real offensive mind and matt rule out there in uh, carolina and now they're two and oh and he looks like a good fucking quarterback uh, 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 and he's only 24 years old Ooh. The only buyer's remorse is from Zach Wilson's rich uncle daddy that didn't uh, pull a Eli Eli Manning and not let him get drafted by the Jets because any quarterback that is to be drafted by the Jets moving forward needs to pull an Eli Manning and or a, a John Elway and get themselves the fuck out of New York. And I won't blame them. Usually I, I shit on those guys, but if it's the Jets, I don't blame you. You get, get it out now. of there. You'd be like, Literally I get it. This is the second time you've had a top, what, three pick at quarterback in the last four years? Like, dude, this is ridiculous. How the fuck can you let that happen? 
Did you think he's ruined now too? Four interceptions in your second pro game. No, he's not getting ruined. booed. Getting booed by your home fans in your first home opener ever. Like that. Dude, that, I mean, that, I'm with Bill. I don't think he was going to be that good to begin with. Um, oh no, I, but he's ruined already. Probably, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't no, think not yet. It's a second game, dead. but. Toot toot. I think Ben Bowen asked him after the game too. And said, "Hey, were you seeing ghosts out there?" Oh, well, fucking no. stupid oh. Kyle Van Noy put that freaking seeing ghost shit on Twitter. Hey, so did uh, stupid Simple Mind Sports Show Twitter account. So, uh, <laughs> you know, good for us. Uh, let's move past the Jets. Let's talk to the. Uh, let's talk about the Patriots' offense, which I think is the biggest takeaway from a Patriots standpoint. And uh, I don't know. You know, look, they won twenty-five to six. They had four picks. Um, they, they were playing with half the field the entire game. The points were certainly not what you expected them to be. So the takeaway is, you know, can the offense do more? Should the offense be more? I think Ray's opening take is where we start with this, the offensive line to start this game. I think they settled down a little bit, or maybe the offensive play count calling helped them out. But the offensive line was atrocious to when start took, this game. When they took Durant out, that's when things changed, and they put uh, Heron in there. That's when everything started. Heron. Yeah, Haran. They both suck. Well, yeah, but Durant's worse. Durant was letting yeah. people go left and right. He was getting at the quarterback at all times. So as soon as Durant went out, things changed a little bit. But that that offensive line, get Dante Starnecki back here because that offensive line is fucking terrible. He's a genius, too, because he's done it before. I remember when he retired the first time and they brought him back. He changed that whole philosophy back up, and it was like a legit offensive line. And this is just trash. He ain't coming back, but I'll, I'll, I'll I say know that I know, but I'll, I totally agree with you. There, there's a move that you can make a, a Wienwa out there at left guard. I know it's, you're going to cause a problem at one, another area. And I know the Patriots really like to just kind of keep those guys where they are, but a, a Nienwa played very well at right tackle last year. And if Trent Brown's going to miss some serious time, you, you went out and you spent money on David Andrews and Ted Karras this year. Karras is one of those guys that can play center and guard. I don't understand why you're not, going with um, Karras at left guard and trying to move Aninwa out and let him go right guard. I think our right tackle, I should say, because Trent Brown's not going to be healthy all year. He's battled this calf injury dating back for his first year with the Raiders. He missed, what, eight games last year with a calf injury. Now you you played seven plays and you're already out. So basically you miss another two games now. I mean, you got to think long-term options, and Durant's not the guy. He he was terrible, and, and, and um, Haran, is, you can see why he's a backup, at least – Aninwa looked like a competent starting right tackle last year. And that's probably what you're going to need because you can't let Mac Jones keep getting hit. And, and eventually the, the hurries and the rushes are going to force them to make some pretty bad decisions. And that's going to cost you some games. Additionally, you're not going to open the run game up. If you get this, this trash that you have, I mean, you saw it yesterday, 3.9 yards of carry for Damian Harris. He had one big run, the 26-yard touchdown. That was it. They pretty much bottled him up for the rest of the game on 16 carries. So you're seeing the trickle-down effect right there. Also, yeah. Isaiah Wynn looked terrible yesterday. False starts, holding calls. He, you're, As your left tackle, that's that's not a good look for you when you're making all these mental mistakes like that. So, Yeah, your, your, your tackles are a mess right now. And – Look, Trent Brown, to your point, Bill, Trent Brown might be an injury concern all season long. If they're relying on him, I think that's a mistake. I love your idea of Aninwa on the right tackle spot because you, you need to – Thank you, Rich. You, you're welcome. Uh, you need to stop rushes from the edge that you're getting fucking destroyed there. Uh, but what's interesting, if you look at the at the runs from the Patriots and their big runs, they've mainly come through the center position on the right side. Shaq Mason and David Andrews. 
Uh, left runs on the left side. Isaiah Wynn has two, if not three, gigantic holding calls on some off tackle runs on the left side. He's not a great run blocker, I don't think. And they like to pull from that left guard position and run to the right. So that's why they had Trent Brown in that right tackle as a fucking pave grader to, to move there. They're, they're, to your point, Bill, they're going to have to make some moves. They're going to have to shuffle some things around. Ted Karras is, is as steady as a backup can be in the NFL. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Um, you, you can't have a turnstile at right tackle for the rest of the year because you're going to get this little baby boy, Mac Jones, fucking smoked and killed in three sacks yesterday on Sunday uh, hit numerous times in the last, in the first two weeks, he can't withstand that. And to your opening take bill, beautiful segue, rich, that's probably what's leading to a lot of the play calls by Josh McDaniels. And inevitably when you get to the red zone, what's leading to them not throwing to the end zone. Cause this kid doesn't have the time to throw now that it may be mixed. It's probably is because we're in real life. You probably had a couple chances to throw into the end zone, but if you're McDaniels and you look at this offensive line and you're inside the 20, you got three points guaranteed with fucking money back Nick Folk back there. Are you going to risk a five, five step drop to throw a 17 yard pass into the end zone with Aguilar when you got, you know, an absolute bag of shit and right tackle? Probably not. Right. You're going to keep it close. So I don't know uh, a lot, a little bit of Richie rambles there, Bill, but to your point with Mac Jones, not throwing in the end zone, a lot of it has to do with the O line. No. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but when you're in there, you could still put him in shotgun and you can still get rid of the ball quickly. You've, you've seen it there. And you, you again, you went out and spent money on Bourne and, and Aguilar. Bourne hasn't really – I don't think he saw the field much after that fumble, not fumble, whatever you want to call it in the first period. Yeah, end around. He had a couple plays. He was out there. I don't, I don't have the snap count in front of me, but, yeah. Not enough Aguilar, for not Aguilar not, either. Not enough for my liking. You have Jacoby – My, I mean – you should be able to stretch the field. You spend a lot of money on tight ends. Those guys shouldn't need a lot of space to get open and you need to take the shots. It just seems like the training wheels are going to need to come off. Now, again, you're two and seven in the red zone and touchdowns in the first two games. You, you have had Mac Jones played the best game of his career. Obviously it's a bit two games, but 280 yards and you lost. Now he throws 180 yards and you play that against the Jets. If you go up against a team like New Orleans or Tampa Bay and you're throwing 180 yards in your in your check down city, you throw oh you were 20 or 28 or 24 or 28 for 180 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, no fumbles, none of that. But dude, it's check down city, check down city, and eventually you you can't keep kicking Nick Folk field goals. You had four more yesterday, three the week before. I mean, you can't win football games just trying to rely on Nick Folk and getting into the 20-yard line and just fucking worrying about field goals. This is a big reason you lost last year with Cam Newton, right? Cam Newton couldn't throw into the fucking end zone. It was too – the plays, they knew what everything was coming, what was going on. It was a run by Cam or a run by Harris or Michelle. And it's like, you're kind of repeating that. Now you saw James white get in there, get some carries. And then obviously Damian Harris broke a long one, but still like you're, you're too predictable right now in the, in the red zone, because you're not taking shots at the end zone. You're just wasting Hunter Henry and John Smith who have very good success in the red zone. I mean, Hunter Henry's get eight or nine touchdowns a year in the red zone and can you I, haven't targeted them once. Can I flip this on you? What if they're just not trying to show their hands going against New Orleans or Tampa uh, Bay? Fuck, you, fuck that, Ray. Ray. Right you, you're kind of trying to you try to win every fucking game, Damn dude. It. Come on. The shamrocks are bleeding Jesus. out of your eyes. Jesus fucking Christ, not showing their cards. Here's what's here's, this a preseason? No. Here, here's three. Will. I'll, I'll give you some. I listened to Greg Bedard in the post show, uh, the 98.5 post show, and his his explanation or uh, hypothesis that means guess Ray was okay. that. 
Um, Josh McDaniels and these players are just new. He's learning how to use them and what to do with them. Mac Jones is still a rookie. It's all just new. It's all just brand fucking new. And he doesn't know exactly where to put these guys in the best positions to succeed, especially in a truncated space like the red zone. So you're not seeing a lot of um, high pressured, high leveraged, risky throws especially in a game where you are completely in control of now 180 yards doesn't tell the whole story when you're only working with half the goddamn field it's tough to, to rack up yards from a passer but that doesn't change but that doesn't change the fact that they didn't throw into the end zone the biggest one to me there were two examples to me number one on that on the first half when they went james white reverse pass to mac jones and he completed it for 15 yards that should be it. That's a touchdown. You've seen Brady do it to, over the Trent, years to everybody. What the Trent? Uh, who's the uh, the quarterback? Trent? What the fucking guy? The Rams uh, quarterback? Trent, Trent Green. Trent Green was the announcer. He said Aguilar oh, was running yeah. to the post and and yeah, yeah he was him for a touchdown. Yeah. So that's clearly not a play that they're looking to get 15 yards out of. That's a missed opportunity for Mac Jones from the TV perspective. We don't know how many of those missed opportunities there were. I'm sure throughout the course of the week, the Bedards and the Pirellos and people will tell us how many he missed. I don't think it's that many because I don't think they're calling that many downfield shots because of the O-line and because of the personnel. But the second missed opportunity I think they had was the end of the game, their last chance into the red zone, where they ran it three times in a row. I get their bleeding clock. I get the game's over. But you got a rookie quarterback. You got the Saints and the Bucks coming. You're competing for the division. That last run of the game for the Patriots was stuffed for a two- or three-yard loss. Everybody knew it was coming. A nice little play-action rollout in a tight end, you know, uh, scoop off the side. Wouldn't that have been nice to see just executed? Everybody gets a little muscle memory out of it. Put it in the fucking bank for later. Don't save it so teams don't see it, Ray, because God forbid they see a fucking nuke. You guys are so fucking mean. I don't like that. They see a bootleg for the Patriots. They're going to have to fucking (laughs) defend it. I would have just liked them to see pull out a little bit, let Mac Jones throw that at that very safe time in the game where even if it's incomplete, even if it's intercepted, you're not losing that game. Those are the opportunities I would have seen missed, but overall, you know how I, you know, he I'm tried that with Stidham like, once against the Jets, and it ended up being a pick six. And Brady's ass had to come back out of the fucking field. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The 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 play the uh, the play calling did get a little bit frustrating throughout the game. I think we can admit that. A lot of shit at the line of scrimmage. A lot of predictable shit. Three of twelve on third down. Not what we're looking to see. A couple nice screen passes. They had a twenty-six yarder to James White early in the game, but. A couple of those, I mean, you could see it coming in on the TV broadcast. Like, yeah. uh, and James White got blown up a couple times, uh, you know, avoided it. Right at the so. line, they lost a couple of yards, too. His best throw was that one down the sidelines to Jacoby Myers, placed it perfectly, ooh, ooh. went perfect up and ball. grabbed. That was a 25, 26 yarder. It wasn't that long, but it was a perfect, perfectly thrown ball. That's the second week in a row you kind of seen him throw one like that. James White to the wheel route was another perfectly placed ball. I mean, you're seeing good throws, but. I just like to see more attack, more the check down stuff, just attack. You got to, especially against a team like Tampa and New Orleans. You saw the um, Panthers throw all over New Orleans yesterday with uh, Marshawn Lattimore out, and you're probably looking like him being out again next week too. So at home, you want to kind of see him spread the field a little bit more. Uh, you're relying a lot on the run, and if your old line's not not doing great. I mean, again, you're too predictable with the James white factor. You got blown up multiple times, at least three or four times behind the line of screaming on screen plays. They, they sniffed out a couple of them. And again, you got to start attacking these wide receivers down the field. James white had 45 yards receiving and led the team. 
you can't really have that, you know, and I get you only throw 180 yards, but 45 yards out of, out of your leaving receiver is not something again, that's Cam Newton-esque from last year. And I don't want to, I hate Damn it, Bill. No, trying to no, keep, no, compare no. it, but Stop I'm just it, saying this right. You, you Stop got a, it. you got a quarterback with an arm. You got a guy that could read the field and I don't know if he's scared to throw it or if he's just taking the easiest thing to do is just check it down and move the change. But you, again, teams are cracking down on the red zone, throw the ball, throw it deep, 20 yards, 30 yards. You're was it? 75% of his throws are under 10 yards. I mean, come yeah. on. Uh, well, uh, okay. All right. So uh, let's couch this with rookie quarterback, um, new offensive personnel, and um, a shitty opponent in the Jets that you had control of. And let's not go overboard. And let's also mention that we saw one, one Rob Gronkowski seam route with Hunter Henry wide open. That I'll steal another take from it was either Joe Murray or Ted Johnson said, there may be a reason you're not seeing Hunter Henry a lot in this game is because their offensive line sucks and you have to keep in some, if not max, then close to max personnel with these tight ends and they're chipping and just kind of fading out and not really running routes. Uh, we got one of those seam routes from Hunter Henry last, last uh, Sunday that I expect to see a lot more. It's gorgeous too. It was what beautiful. Tw- 25 yards. Good. He also had another nice deep drag route, I think for 12 or 15 route yards. That That's exactly what you expect out of Hunter Henry. It's exactly what we expect out of this offense. Can you not feature these fucking tight ends? To your point, Bill, if you're going to throw it on the field, let's attack the middle of zone like you've done for 20 years uh, with your two high-end tight ends and, and get them the ball. So, uh, but should we, Raymond, should we give the defense of the Jets a little bit of credit? I don't know how good they are. I don't know a lot of the names. Quinn Williams is a big one that I know on the he had Jets. a good game too. <laughs> good game. That front seven looked angry, pissed, mean, violent. Uh, they played strong the whole game. They played uh, with an edge. I give credit to the Jets front seven. Um, and, and that helps the case that the Patriots offensive line and running game sucked because I think the Jets front seven is good and played good in this game. And let's not forget Robert Sala has a really good um, reputation as a defensive coordinator in this league from the 49ers. So your take on the Jets defense yesterday. I think Robert Sala also watched the Dolphins game from the week before and saw that they were blitzing nonstop against this Patriots offensive line. And it was working. So I think that's what they did. And like you said, they're actually a good front seven. So it actually worked and got pressure to the quarterback stopped the run because we couldn't run really bill said we got 3.6 yards per carry with Damian Harris. So, you know, nothing to write home about for the Patriots offense yesterday and the defensive on the jets got at it and it showed. What about the run game, Bill, from the Patriots? 3.9 per carry. Like you said, Damian Harris had the play of the week in the NFL, my opinion. Beast mode carrying seven, eight, nine tacklers. Got a little help from my boy, Mac Jones at the end there. He'll shove into the end zone. Uh, But overall, your team was 16. I'm sorry, this was Damian Harris. Overall, your team had 23 total carries for 3.69 yards, which was basically just Damian Harris thing. Nice. And James White. James White had a nice game. Five carries for 20 yards, one touchdown featured in that drive specifically. Nice. Nice. Six catches for 45 yards, like you said, leading the team in that. Not what you want to see. J.J. Taylor was in there, had only two touches. So 23 carries for two backs, 3.69 yards. Nice. Nice. I don't know. That's not not including the uh, born 16-yard end around, which, again, Mac Jones laid his nuts on the line. And uh, and basically he turtled that play happen. He turtled. He didn't tee his life on the line. He turtled. 
That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted him to do. Roll up on that block. That play ends uh, the line. Was that like the most like funniest? Like that defense alignment just falling over. It's like how the fuck you fall over, man. You could have just hurtled over him. You turtled. That's all. It was a perfect. That play was absolutely about that defensive player, not Mac Jones. Mac Jones just fell down on the fucking ground, and that guy was like. In a in an old comedy skit when they put yes, a fucking banana yes. peel on the ground. Like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> All he had to do was press the Y button, hurdle over him. He was fine. He didn't do just, that. Just <laughs> fucking sidestep him, dude. Yeah. Like the guys, it was in slow there. He's late. I did laugh out loud when I saw that. Uh, but more to the point, the running game, not stellar. Uh, should we, need for concern, Jets defense, Patriots offensive line. Uh, or just a one-game situational playing with half the field, not a lot of hold to worry about. Did you see anything good, anything that stood out, or just a blase? I mean, I just think uh, Damian Harris's big touchdown run, that's about the only thing that stood out. Again, under four yards of carry. On You only had 23 carries. You had uh, Team Ramrod there sitting on the bench for his fumble last week. Didn't really, didn't really try for the football. Irvin Friars or Fears, whatever, called him out after the game. You know, saying make sure you hand the ball to the ref, obviously, because he thought he was down and it would cost him a fumble. So, I mean, yeah, you, you have some depth depth questions. Speak on that. Sorry to interrupt uh, you, but let's speak on that really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson was benched for that fumble, um, and then he was put on inactive this week. A lot of people are making a big deal of this as the kid losing confidence, blah, blah, blah. He's not doing the right things off the field. If you go back and, and, and listen to the remarks from the coaching staff in the game, at halftime, in after the game, it wasn't the fact that he fumbled. It was the fact that he didn't go for the ball. He came down. That was it. He came new it. Yeah, he thought he was down, and he let the ball sit there, and it, and it cost him a turnover on a, on a drive that you were – on a possession you were driving down the field. And I mean, if that you're probably not, cost you points. If you're not okay with sitting a rookie for not going after a fumble – it, because he didn't think it was a fumble for benching him the next game, Chris Gasper, you you soft nerd. Pussy. Like if you're not okay with that, sending that message, he looks like an alien. Like, what are you? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? What are we doing? Like okay, this isn't old school Bill Belichick football anymore. We're not doing Oklahoma drills and fuck practice. But you don't bench a rookie for fumbling and not going after the ball. What's the fucking? What are we doing? What's the point of having coaches then? Yeah, I mean, like, if he if he learn a lesson, and if he's not doing all the things off the field, if if you know, uh, now you want me, now you make me want to say Irving Fryer, and it's not Irving. Irving Fears, right? Fears. I know it's I, the running he, back coach Ivan, for the Patriots Ivan for Fears. thirty yeah. years. Ivan Fears. They, damn it, Bill. <laughs> if Ivan Fears is coming out there blasting this kid, then let's take his word for it and like not sop, not pussyfoot around the fact that the kid didn't go off the fumble. Sorry for that tirade. Go ahead. No, if he fumbles, yeah, what he did, if he at least went for the ball, he's probably in there again this week. I mean, you have depth issues now. I mean, I'm not – I was all for trading uh, Sonny Michelle, but you, so you're seeing the issues, Fatty. And um, that's, well, He just went for a beer, and we can see his butt and his belly. I mean, that, I think that's the biggest issue yeah, right now. because I'm scooting back. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weight to move. I didn't want to stand up because I knew you guys would make fat jokes. So I just you, slid. you did stand up. You crawled your way back on your fucking chair. Sorry. Anyway, but Ray, Bill, this whole segment has been uh, hijacked. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, why don't we talk about the Patriots defense? Okay, the Patriots, <laughs> Patriots defense, woof. 
Uh, the run defense was garbage. Michael run defense, Carter, ever heard of it? Yeah, ever. <laughs> Michael Carter, ever heard of him? No. Uh, 11 carries, 59 yards, 4.5.44 per carry. Ty Johnson, ever heard of him? No. 12 carries, 50 yards, 4.2 carries per. Te- Tevin? Tevon? Tevin? Tevin? Uh, Tevin, Tevin Coleman. I know. It's Tevin Coleman. It was good with the Falcons. He's overrated. Five yards, 24 carries, 4.8. Even Zach Wilson's dumb little baby face had uh, 6.3 yards per carry. This run defense doesn't look any better than it did last year. After spending all that money up front, does not look any better on the run than it did last year. Can't bring no. back Dante Hightower. That doesn't help out matters either. No, and you didn't really use Josh Uche much. You know, he wasn't really mm-hmm. in there. He his playing his play uh, usage was down this week too. And it's it's a you know again that they kept them in the game a little bit. I remember it was ten to three game, and he already thrown three interceptions. You know, they were driving the Patriots did a good job to really limit them field goals. But there were some drives there that they had an eight or nine possession drive. They got stopped at the goal line, I believe, in fourth down or third down. They kicked a field goal. So, I mean, they were going and it was basically just run game driven. I don't know if it was because Zach Wilson was so fucking bad. They were basically just daring him to run or whatever. I have no fucking idea. But at the same time as you don't, you brought in Godchow, you brought brought back Guy, Hightower, Van Noy, all these guys that should be able to stop the run. Henry Anderson and you guys, that's two weeks in a row that you got to have been running, having teams run over you. You can't have it. You can't play like that against good offenses. Just can't do it. Here's the only thing I'll say about this run defense. If you look at the type of runs that they've been beat on, they've been beat on a lot of outside runs, which I put on the linebackers. They did get that, uh, not a goal line stop, but inside the five uh, on, I believe it was three straight rushes uh, by the Jets. So Gotcha's getting a lot of, of heat here and the interior line's getting a lot of heat here. And I'm no, uh, I'm no uh, all 22 expert, but just from memory and watching the game, I know that they're not stellar up front, but they're but they're worse on the edge. I know that. I know that for a fact. They're getting beat a lot more on the edge than they are up front. I don't think they're getting tacked for five yards a carry, you know, uh, right up the gut. I think those guys are are holding their own a little bit. So whatever that ha- what is that high tower is that uh, Uche is that why he's not playing because he's not carrying Winovich he's not holding his edge. Same thing uh, with Winovich. Winovich is the same way. Uh, we you know so. Uh, something to keep an eye on. Uh, the run defense certainly is going to have to shape up with Alvin Kamara coming to town. That's a fact. Uh, let's move some, uh, through the rest of this pretty quickly here. Um, JC Jackson didn't play in the second half. Asked well, after Did he the, get hurt? Asked after the game. He said, I don't want to talk about it. Weird. No reporting basically since then than that I've seen. After two picks in the first half, did not play in the second. Hmm. Is that a contract thing? It's like, needless to say, though, say what you want about him, about a defense, about a, a, a cover guy, Ray. The kid's a fucking ball hawk. The guy oh, has yeah. more interceptions. He's got to be the leading uh, interceptor, interception. He's got to be the leading the league leader over the past two or three years in the NFL or close yeah. to it. Yeah, Xavier Howard had what, 10 or 11 last year, and, and um, Jackson had nine. I don't know if a, he right got to double digits, but yeah, he's, he's he's a ball hawk, but he still still makes those mistakes. That's why he's not a number one. You know, he he does go for the ball, but sometimes it backfires on him and he gets blown up for those big plays. Shut so, yeah. down Corey Davis this week. Say what you want. I think Corey Davis has, has beat up the Patriots some, some, a lot of good games against let's, the Patriots. And let's Corey, see what and, happens week four when you got to go against Chris Godwin and fucking uh, everyone's like going to get beat week four. It looks like be, and, well, it, Brady looks on, like fucking in, God right now. Tune so. in on Wednesday for a little Brady talk if uh, if you're into that. Uh, for fucking tears. prick. Oh, God damn it. Uh, 
I don't. My dick doesn't know whether to get harder or to uh, stay soft. Go inside. It's indifferent. Like, Eighth grade, right? eighth grade NR. You know, just stay soft, baby. Okay, here it is. Uh, six more penalties for fifty-four <laughs> yards. Nothing, nothing uh, too too drastic. The Isaiah Wynn penalties is something to keep an eye on. He's got to shape up. And let's mention it. Nick Folk beat Kostowski's record, Patriots record, thirty-two straight field goals, tacked on a thirty-three. Uh, for good measure, he's come a long way since holding hands in Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. Dear God, make me a bird. I was just telling someone that on Sunday, and I was like, "Yeah, we were holding hands in Philadelphia." And now, yeah. now he, dude, thirty-three straight. It makes you wonder. Six in a fifty, fifty. But he right, missed yeah. an extra point yesterday. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> it's not on the ledger. It didn't. It <laughs> didn't true. cost him a game, but it it makes you wonder why they they you know they brought in uh, Titties McKee there, who's now on IR and Nordine. So it's like, why did why do you bother having him on the roster when Nick Ooh. Folk's been pretty good? Go ahead, Richard. Go? Yep. Because uh, Nick Folk came in carrying around a spare tire that would make Ray jealous in the fucking <laughs> Miller Lights that that guy was crushing in the off season and had a hammies. Uh, as God, fucking, God as, forbid he eats healthy, you son of a. It has a drumstick. That's why. Uh, Quinn Nordine got the got the uh, nod there because he came in like a fat camel. And he couldn't uh, lift his here, leg. I, I, I figured I'd throw this in uh, as a new thing for Fat Tuesday after Patriots games. During the game, I tapped some things down on my iPhone notes. All I did here Nerd. was cut and paste into the uh, into wow. the the email. So uh, we could get some good things. We could get some bad things. I'll just start. I'll rattle off if you hear anything. How many? How many beers deep were you in when you started doing these notes? No comment. Uh, Pats first Jets week two first. This is first quarter, obviously, but I just said first. Kendrick Bourne fumble, not a formal normal. <laughs> That's what I wrote. That was a fumble. They got they got yeah, they got loggy. Roughing the passer call. Don't remember it. O line <laughs> bad. Durant blown up. Win beat. Int Jackson terrible throw. Worst decision. Janu drop. Field goal folk. I do remember the drop. Jono should have caught that. They could have yeah, caught- they're making a big deal about that. How he was thrown off his back foot and it was like a lob. I'm like, he fucking got his hands on. He should have. That was that a ball. bad throw, but yeah, yeah he, he hit him right in the hands. He, he still yeah, should have made that, that catch. Int Adrian Phillips, bad decision. Wilson, over two, two picks. James White, that's the 28 yard screen. Uh, touchdown by James White in that run uh, to the defense of the run offense for the Patriots. James White, that drive. He looked like an excellent uh, running back of the football. And that little touchdown skirted in untouched. Uh, special teams. The first kick of special teams went out of bounds. The second one had a 38-yard return. How much money is invested into Bill Belichick's special teams where you're going to see this type of shit from the New York Jets? Had that Spe- question. Yeah, that was that bad. Bailey out of bounds. Come on. And then that was back-to-back kicks. Back-to-back kicks? Back-to-back kicks. Ugly. Second quarter. 27-yard throw from Wilson. He had a couple of these, by the way, uh, a lot on fourth down towards the end of the they, that same exact fucking play, kind of uh, beating. Uh, I don't know if it was zone or press man with some safety coverage. Uh, Wilson beat him over on that left side of the field. Uh, field goal after the goal line stand. We talked about Wilson's third pick by JC. Awful throw, quote unquote jump ball. No, right tackle Durant benched. Around in. Two minute deal. <laughs> Pretty sure I meant to say drill. Third quarter, another Zach Wilson interception thrown directly to McCourty. This was the, the Damian Harris, Harris beast mode came right after this. Uh, and then there was that string of penalties by Hockley. Do you remember this? 
where it was like six plays in a row is a goddamn flag on the, on. the Jets had like three in a row. I think at one point it was like second and 27 or some shit like that. But how polite was he yesterday? Very he was polite. good. He was very, very polite. good yesterday. Very, <laughs> very well polite. kept us well, well informed. Thank you. Uh, Thank Amandola, you very much, guys. <laughs> Amendola, the soccer player, missed the field goal. Uh, after that, the next, uh, yeah, sorry, Ray. The, uh, the next drive from the Patriots, uh, Hunter caught the uh, seam route. Uh, Mac also had the block on the end around and, uh, fourth quarter, Nick Falk Bentley. We didn't talk about Bentley. What do you, Bentley was in the backfield a lot. Good game for, uh, you had a good Bentley. game. Yeah. You didn't hear much of Judon either. No, we so didn't. it was nice to see a Whitley's Bentley. Who I thought was going to get cut going into the season when they signed Miller, but yeah. High on him. They've been high on him for years. Uh, Jonathan Jones had a nice uh, uh, breakup on, in the fourth quarter. They're on fourth down. Uh, that that handoff that Mac Jones got off that was blown up, that basically was fumbled in Damian Harris's hands. I don't know if you guys remember that play. I thought uh, I thought Mac Jones threw it to Damian Harris, but no, it was just lucky. Yeah. Oh, was- when he got he got murdered too. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be a it was supposed pass. to be a handoff and he and he was in the backfield in like split second. Yeah, and he fumbled basically in the Damian Harris. I got a first down on it. Uh that was Nick Foles three in a row. And then the Uche, we talked about Uche real quick. He got two sacks at the end of the game and looks like a fucking beast. I don't know why he's not playing. Maybe he can't play against the run. Maybe Bill's trying to send a message. Enough. I'll go with Chris Gasper on this. Enough sending a message for guys that can actually play like Uche. Let that kid play. Every time he's in there, he looks like an absolute stud getting to the quarterback. So uh, I'll end on that from the Patriots. Final thoughts, anybody? Go Patriots. There you go. Solid win. Ugly win. Ugly win. You can't get Yeah. Yeah, wins a win, but Mac Jones pumped the brakes a little bit. I didn't think he was that good. I know we had went back. What's the prettiest wins? Yeah, we had texted back after the game. I didn't think he was great, but you know, good solid first win for him. Uh, yeah, it was it was a, a quintessential don't lose us the game win for Mac Jones, in my opinion. And um, if you if we said give me sixteen of those going into the year, we would say yeah. Uh, and and I think after the first week, we expect more of them now, and we should. Um, but they got the win, and that's what counts. All right, boys, they uh, they got the Saints next week. Obviously, Jameis Winston coming into town did not look as good against the Carolina Panthers. 15 yards. Not great. Not great. But Alvin Kamara is one of the best running backs in the league, and your run defense is skeptical. So we'll talk more about that on Friday. For now, allow us to move on to Dickey's path to the playoff and the Boston Red Sox, who swept the Baltimore Orioles over the weekend. Five wins in a row for your local nine. One game up on the Blue Jays, two and a half up on the Yankees, three up on the A's, five up on the Mariners. It's golden, baby. Raymond, it's golden. The Yankees lost two to three over the over the weekend. They're falling right back into the trash bag that they uh, that they lived in for most of the season. It's Eric all Cole happening. got beat up too. Seven runs in five innings. Toot, 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 toot. Let me get that toot, toot. Let me get that toot, toot. Let me get the hands on the floor. Two weeks less than the season. Basically, now it's the two-week playoff push. So that it's going to be a great baseball coming up. Uh, if the Yankees fall on their face, which it looks like is going to happen, and it's going to be the Red Sox and Blue Jays, this is going to be great for all of us because I think they can take it from the Blue Jays. I think you get Chris Sale one game against the Blue Jays, he can pull it out, and then it's playoff time, baby, and anything ha- happened in that playoff. So Dickie's path, path is on track.
Yankees up four nothing on Texas. Oh, not fuck you, matter. Bill. The, the the series this weekend should hopefully end. The, the Yankees should be Toronto and um, the Red Sox. You got to just hold them off. Make sure you get that home playoff game. That's all. You, that's what you need. You know, I'm scared of Toronto. I'd rather play the Yankees, but the way Toronto's playing, it looks like they're you know they should get it. Let me add this to um, to the Red Sox over the weekend. Um, Alex Cora was asked about uh, Schwarber not playing in the last game and two, two to you, Bill, who I think had uh, Schwarber out of your ideal lineup for the Red Sox as a pinch hitter. Uh, he was uh, with the Orioles and Alex Cora said this quote, this is more about Bobby Dahlbeck than anything else. Bobby has to play against every lefty. 12 home runs, 36 RBIs in his last 33 games. Uh, it looks like it's not just the month of August. Good for Bobby, Bobby D. Um, the kid looks like he is, um, you know. 23 out of his last 35 hits have gone for extra bases too. That's, that's the kind of bat you need this in this lineup, especially when you're, you're you should expect to win games eight to six. You should expect to win games eight to six every, every game. You're starting pitching, uh, Evaldi, five innings, three earned, eight Ks. You know, that's expected. Your bullpen is expected to give up two to three runs. And then hopefully your back end can close it out if you can regain. Garrett Richards with the save, by the way. They didn't even go to um, Ottavino or Matt Barnes two, 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 two. at all. Two, two. Go ahead, Raymond. No, I said it. That Garrett Richards, you know, he brought his jacket to the bullpen. He's playing well out there, you know. Just keep him out there. $10 million to play a couple innings, you know. Fucking do it. I if like those him in the sleeves are full role. of sticky icky. Send them out there, baby. I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. good with Garrett Richards, his jacket full of sticky. Uh, if he's the guy and you know what, uh, to give him credit, cause we should give him credit. He's been excellent in the bullpen. He has, it's been absolutely excellent in the bullpen. Maybe it's his calling for the second half of his, of his career here. Hopefully he's not even making a big deal. He's not even making a big deal being in the bullpen. You know, the ball pen, the bullpen. Sorry. The ball pen. Sorry. It's this a, has been uh, the first time drinking in a while. Sorry, boys. Sorry. Hopefully it's a uh, good calling sign for the, uh, for the Sox moving forward here. Can I just give you a, a quick MLB snapshot of where we are? Because sure. I don't think a lot of people actually pay attention to baseball anymore, especially not the NL. So let me just allow you quickly to show you where we're at. And then uh, a couple quick questions for bill. And then we got to close it up here. Uh, so here's your MLB outlook. Uh, we know what the AL East looks like, so we don't have to go over that. But let's start over in the NL. The NL East, close to hard here. The Braves, your Braves, Bill, 77 and 70. Big comeback through this season. Uh, they are w- leading that division. The Phillies are two back. The Mets are five and a half back. NL Central, Brewers, 91 and 58. Where did that, that come from? What do you mean? They've been good for the last couple of years. They've been good, not that good. Cardinals, 11 Burns, and Burns, though, behind. could win the Cy Young. They just 70, came back. They won 10 in a row to get back into the, the postseason. They were out. 69 Cardinals enough, nothing to sniff at. Uh, what, was that, what was that record for the Cardinals? 79-69. Nice. NL West Giants, 97-53. and That came out of nowhere. Dodgers won behind them. Padres, 20 and a half games out of first base. I have a question for you, but hold on for that. Let's move to the AL. Astros are up in the West, 88 wins, 61 losses. They're up six on the A's. Eight in the Mariners. We've been watching that race. The Central White Sox. Bill, you're you're and me. White Sox pick for the uh, World Series this year. Eighty-five and sixty-four. They look on track. Indians eleven behind them. They got it sewn up. What in the world happened to the goddamn Padres and their half a billion quarter billion dollars spent on the infield? How are they twenty games out of first place? 
they just died. I mean, they just went in a slump and they've now they're fighting each other. Machado and uh, Tatis got into a screaming match Saturday night that they had to be restrained. And, and Machado was uh, telling them it's not about, it's not fucking about you, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, there's some, you know, you see that more when you're struggling, but that's a team that should have been competing. They should be where the um, Giants are, not where they are now, right? I mean, if you went into the seasons, the Giants were, well, one to, 800 or whatever to win the play, like win 800 the, to one. Yeah. 800 to one to win the world series. Right. So now you're looking at your 20 something games behind them. Like that's where you should have been. You went out and got Blake Snell. You went out and signed Machado and all these other guys. You, you, Darvish. you went out and spent the money. You spent money at the trade deadline to be where you are. And now you're not even going to make the playoffs. Cause you just watched the Cardinals win nine straight games to leapfrog you and be the number one. They're the number one wild card team. Now, what a fucking joke, dude, just because it just shows just because you have all the fucking talent in the world. Doesn't mean you're going to win. And that, that team's showing it, you know, Machado and Tatis and, and even Eric Hosmer there, they're, they're uh, fucking fucking um, infields. Yeah. $800 million. And you can't do, I mean, that's a, you have Tatis playing in the outfield. You have Fuck Tatis you, playing in center field. It's it's a it's a joke what they're doing, and I I, I couldn't be happier. Fuck them. Machado, toot toot. Uh, and there, l- real quickly, care, though. can I just end? Can I just end on this as another uh, toot toot as the Dodgers who are fighting for the for the division here against the Giants, who I think the Dodgers quadruple the payroll of the Giants, mm-hmm. uh, roughly on the math. Uh, Mookie Betts, close to heart here. Couple guys on this panel didn't want to trade him. I said, "Go ahead, let him go." Thirty million dollars a year, something like that. Here at 110 games played, let me give you some stats. Sitting 276, that's good for 42nd in the MOB. You know who else is sitting around there? Andrew Benintendi. Remember him? 277, 21 home runs. That's good for 82nd in the league. You know who's right around there? Xander Bogarts, 22 home runs. Still got him on the team. 54 RBIs, good for 125th in the league. Good for Alex Verdugo. He's a little bit better. His replacement, 115 hits. That's good for 99th. Jose Iglesias just picked him off the uh, uh, shit heap. 84 runs scored for Mookie Betts. That's good for 35th in the year in the league. Uh, Right around the same mark of Hunter Renfro. Oh, I think you signed for a box of fried chicken. Uh, 76 strikeouts. And again, $30 million salary guaranteed for 12 years, including a $65 million signing bonus. Quick, easy question. Yes or no? Is Mookie Betts worth it? No. Yeah, yeah, they won a World Series last year, so yes. He just doesn't want to agree with me. With Mookie Betts. Talk to you in 12 years, Bill. Wasn't he World Series MVP last year? This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show. Fat Tuesday edition, weekend roundup, September 24. First, UN International Day of Peace, Bill. Uh, we'll see you on Wednesday for our NFL oh. Weekend Roundup. Bye-bye. That has nothing to do with Queen's Landing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, Queen's sorry, Landing is not in the UN. He is not recognized in the Geneva Convention. <laughs> That's a shame. No, a Tinder, shame. no Tinder hooers are going to the Geneva Conventions. No, 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 no. no, no, no.